Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the War Room. We got Tez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the Hot Block Commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. <laughs> What's good, everybody out there in War Room Country? Welcome to another edition of your favorite show, War Room. Brought to you, of course, by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. This is a special episode. This is a quick 30-minute edition of the War Room. It's our ninth annual Super Bowl pregame tailgate. This is Super Bowl 53. It's game day. It's game time. It's time to get it in. So y'all know the drill, man. Y'all can join us right now in JT, I'm, I'm tripping, the JW Philly Realty chat room, uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash the war room. Uh, shout out to everybody out there, all of our partners uh, in crime. Everybody, the number to call if you want to give your Super Bowl prediction, 323-410-0012. Press 1 when prompted. We're here to holler at you. Fellas, what's up? I'm here with B. Austin, the hot block commander, and the homie J.W., the blueprint. Blue Yo. What's, what's, what's Yo, up? shout out to our new 1.5 million fans and listeners. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. That's crazy. That, that, yeah. First of all, that's shout crazy. Out. <laughs> shout, shout out to, shout out to the old young yeah, yeah. Shout out to Young George. Shout out to the old head. Oh, George Jefferson got our our Facebook page popping like never before. Like 1.8 million views just to see this man's hairline. That if I could borrow some of the jokes from the comment, somebody said my man hairline is playing shirts and skins. Come on, man. Yo. <laughs> I want to say a couple things. First of all, none of this is disrespect towards the young boy because um, nah. I saw some people like thought that we were going to play him. And we were just sharing a video that we found funny. And I honestly think that he's doing it on purpose because, I mean, you could just shave your head. So he's doing it on purpose and make himself stand out. And it's actually working. Yeah. So shout out to him. Be but, the funny, but the funniest comment I saw is somebody said, boy, look like he's 14 years old. <laughs> yo, I know that comment that you're talking about. I think dude got like like seventeen hundred likes and comments and all of that kind of stuff <laughs> on that on that joint. Yo, so again, man, shout out to the old head man who got our the, the young boy old head who got our, our page popping this week, man. But fellas, Super Bowl fifty three is here. Um I know we talked about it a few days ago on Thursday. B Austin wasn't with us. Uh, happy belated birthday to the gods. What up, B. Austin? Happy birthday. Uh, how was your week? Another another rotation around the sun completed? Man, I can't believe I'm 29 already, man. Just yesterday I was 21. <laughs> <laughs> Old head young boy. <laughs> Old head young boy. 
right. Yo, my hairline, uh, my hairline in a better condition than uh in your man's though. Yo, we are. This is like I said. This is our ninth annual uh, show like this. Just a just a quick joint. We're gonna give our final thoughts on the game. But we'd like to welcome you all again to the New England Patriot Invitational. Um, every time, you know, people say that these dudes are done, they end up in the big game one more time. B, what do you attribute this run that they're still on? If you think about it, this is a this is like a this is a full circle run at this point. Remember, they first they won their first Super Bowl in what was it two thousand one versus the St. Louis Rams. St. Louis then moved to a new city and and five Super Bowl wins later, the Patriots are back at it with the Rams. Maybe this closes the chapter in this whole dynasty. Maybe, you know, hopefully open, open Rams, shut Rams. But what do you attribute this I, I, run I, to? Man? I speak from multiple perspectives. So being professional and a member of the media, I, I, I'm going to give uh, I'm going to place a little bit of respect R E S P E C K on their name. Um, it is quite impressive. I attribute this to Bill Belichick. I attribute this to Robert Kraft. I attribute this to the devil. I attribute this to um, Tom Brady. I attribute this to, you know, some of Lucifer's uh, followers. Yo, whatever deal they made with the devil, whatever I, I I don't know what it is, but that Noni Juice got their organization pop a lopping. Um, yo, I mean, listen, you can you can analyze any of the first few names that I mentioned and look at what their role is in keeping this atop uh, this organization atop. The pile of Belichick, I mean, yo, whether it's play calling, and not even specifically his play calling because we know he handles the defense, but his ability to acquire, develop, and maintain offensive coordinators and talent that fit the personnel that he brings in. And I feel like that's where his, his fingers extend and touch. It's 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 defensively first. Your finger popping them. Person, personnel wise, secondly, because how do you continually identify these guys who would essentially be on the scrap heap? Plug them in. They're not stars, with the exception of you know obviously Tom Brady, Giselle's husband, and 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 uh, Gronkowski. But these other dudes, you just plug them in. Just plug right. them in. No, but not even them. not even just the not even just the the players, like you said, like the coaches as well. I mean, because you know, Belichick's tree extends far and beyond, but his tree is not necessarily that successful. You know what I mean? But when they're there, they become some of the most highly touted coaches out there because all they do is win, 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 no matter what. Shout out to the ball, but um. <laughs> I don't want to like these dudes. To this coaching I don't like these dudes, but you have to honor and respect. Like, Belichick, as much as I, I hate and despise that organization, like, you have to throw him in the conversation of GOAT NFL coach. You have to. What, 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 
You, you, there's no he way. He was not. in a conversation like he was in a conversation maybe half a decade, maybe a decade ago. So like, I mean, I don't even think I don't, I don't even think that's game. like that. That's yeah, that's not a hot take right there. I mean, he's been in that conversation. But Dev, to your point, Josh McDaniel came to coach the Broncos. He was absolute disaster. He gets back there and he's back on the that top. He's back partner. at the top in terms of being offered a job again. So something to be said, not just for. Um, what he does, but how the organization is ran from top to bottom. Like, you know, I was having a conversation last week with some in our group chat, and I'm talking about how um, well-run organizations, it goes beyond just the field of court. It actually goes into ownership. And sometimes that's just as much as staying out of it. Most Cowboy fans, like, uh, hate the fact that how involved Jerry is, right? Not to throw him on the bus, but to use as an example. Sometimes being a good owner is hiring the right people and getting out of the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, so just like in the real world, they have a, you know what I mean? Being yeah. a great CEO, hire the right people and shut up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And let pretty people much. call you a genius. So that's all. Exactly, exactly. But your genius, in fact, is putting the right people in the right places to make plays, as Larry Brown would say. Um, I think that they just have a well-run organization and they stick to the script. I do think that it's going to end, and it may end today, and it, and, it, and it may end next season, but it's coming to an end. And I think part of the reason why, to be honest with you, is because when, when Belichick was trying to make that a, a major move of uh, pushing Tom to figure out the way, they kind of blocked him. And, um, you know, but they're back here again. Got to give him credit for that. But, uh, you know, he was trying to take he trying to take your man Garoppolo and run another dime, but, you know, that's either here or there. Yeah, and, and you know what I'm saying, if, if Garoppolo becomes Jimmy in San Francisco, what a lot of people think he can become, then that's going to be maybe the only blush on Robert Kraft's resume. Because, like you said, if he would have allowed – I mean, Brady, I know it's difficult, but with everybody else, of course not, because we've watched this, this – we've watched this organization just dispose of, quote-unquote, stars, at least their stars – you know, whenever money came up or whenever just old age came up with no problems and they just reloaded. With Brady, Kraft actually felt something. There was actually some human, you know, some humanity there. And he wouldn't allow Belichick to do that to his franchise star for the past two decades. That might, if Garoppolo ends up being a superstar, that might be the only blemish on Robert Kraft's uh Resume, because like you said, he could have, you know, maybe ended up running off another dime in that system. So but that, we'll, that, that we'll remains to be seen, that which is why I'm rooting for Garoppolo to be that dude. That will also <laughs> like go to to Belichick's, uh his legacy because that makes him look like wildly right. new. Like, you know, and I'm also rooting for Garoppolo, but the, you know, someone I can't lose with Garoppolo because if if he runs off, you know, a nice run, I get to make fun of the Patriots, and if he stinks to high heaven. I get to make fun of Phil Maddox, so you know I lose either way. <laughs> All right, so a little bit about the before we start taking some calls, man. A little bit about the other team involved in this, man. We talked about the Rams in the off season and made you know all of these moves where it it absolutely told us it was absolutely obvious that the Rams were going for it right now, and then everything kind of went their way when it needed to, and. Are. You know, the roster was crazy. We we talked about how picking up all of those superstars was a little bit of a detriment to their depth, but here we are, healthy, and in the Super Bowl, 
with a chance to, um, you know, maybe end the Patriots dynasty. I mean, we say this every year, and then, you know, next year we'll be talking the same thing. Like, okay, the Saints are here. Maybe we can end the Patriots dynasty. I don't necessarily, you know, V was talking all this disdain. I don't necessarily hate the Patriots. Like, I don't care. Like, I kind of like to see people, you know, if you're if you have a stranglehold, it's kind of like, dethrone us because in my opinion you know they're not doing it in any crazy way because their roster personally in my opinion was always the lesser roster in most of the Super Bowl matchups that they had so this team just keeps winning more so in my opinion because of the system um so I, I don't necessarily hate them dethrone them and I'm happy that you know the team the Philadelphia Eagles were able to do that last season so, like I said, the whole thing is coming full circle. The Eagles got their rematch. The Rams are getting their rematch. Maybe this whole thing is winding down. But what do you guys think about the Rams? Why are they here right now? And can their third-year quarterback, who many people thought was a bust in year one, you know, can he lead them to the promised land? Or the great Belichick and the great Reed? The coach that he had, Jeff Fisher, is able to make – Jeff Fisher would make any quarterback a bust. Um I think that they're here for a combination of reasons. Shout out to Sean McVay. Um, play calling offensively, they are loaded talent-wise um, with guys that aren't even necessarily famous yet for their talent, but talented nonetheless. On the defensive side of the ball, um, yo, Aaron Donald, I don't know what Girl, to say, man. man. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald and Aaron Donald is Warren Sapp's son, man, and he might be a little bit better. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I mean, that, it might that, be it might be a, an evolution era type thing. Like he might be yeah. Warren Sapp, but you always have to throw the 2.0 on it because you know the cliche. We're we're bigger, stronger, faster these days. But Warren Sapp can hold his own in all three categories with any era, pretty much. Yeah. But Aaron yeah, is a, yeah, and, and Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald is a little. I think they're really around the same size, athletically. Pause. Athletically, they're they're very similar. Warren may have been a little faster, but Aaron Donald's like explosion off the ball. Yo, he does what he wants in the middle against other grown men who are three hundred and twenty to three hundred and fifty pounds. How you do what you want against them type of dudes? Like that's crazy. Um. Their secondary defensive MVP. Second secondary is um is is filled with playmakers who aren't necessarily great cover underachieved as a unit this year. Yeah, I think they I think they underachieved as a unit, but they're not necessarily great cover guys. So you got a key to leave who's getting a little long in the two. But he, his film study and his instincts are so amazing. He's the type of guy who's going to give up at this stage of his career. He's going to give up big yardage, but he's going to make three plays in the course of a game that no one else other than Aki Tlaib could make. And one of those could be a pick to the house. So he's worth it. He becomes so worth question. it. And then Yo, Marcus I just want to make a comment real quick okay. that uh, Tobias has Tobias in our group chat has said that um don't compare Aaron Donald to Warren Sapp because Aaron Donald pays the six hundred dollars instead of uh, ruining his career with hookers. 
Look, real quick, real quick, B, because um, we definitely got to get to these calls. 30-minute shows, really not for us. They go fast as hell. Um, speaking to Lee, in this game, we're going to get yeah. to some X's and O's in a second after we take some calls, but in this game, would you put him primarily on somebody like a Gronk or primarily on an Edelman, or would you just let him play his side of the field and – you know, put him on people sparingly, I would, periodically. I would, I would likely, I would let him play his side of the field. But if I did match him up, it would, it would be Gronk. Um, it would likely be Gronk. But I don't think, I think you let him. I think you let him play his side of the field. And then what I was going to yeah. say is Mar- Marcus the Peters is like Darrell Buckley. Dunk you to death anyway. Ddd dunk death. You can't put a key lead in the slot. It's not that he's bad there. It's just that he's 6'2", 205, and he just can't move with he slot receivers. Like yeah. Yeah. All move right, let's go, so to the, no let's go to the phone lines. Uh, we got Rob calling in from Cali. Rob, what's going on, man? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing, call? man? Can y'all hear me? Seconds, I'm calling there about predictions, man. We got, like... Ten minutes left in this show. This is a quick one today. So I know you gave one on Thursday. Has anything changed? Give us your prediction and give us your score, and it has to be quick. Okay, okay, real quick, shout-out to Jimmy and others for the protest, you know, the the year-long protest of Kaepernick, even though I knew he was not going to get a job again. You know, uh, shout-out to y'all for your protest. You know, I I, I appreciate – I respect the, the, the commitment, you know, and that's all I gotta say. Second, second quick thing. I hate LeBron. LeBron is not a team player. Dude, selfish. This is a Super Bowl <laughs> show. He's a dog. coward. Super Bowl He's a coward. I'm sorry. I'm Super Bowl I'm sorry. Show. Yo, bang on this man. I Rob, give us that's a, a Thursday, game B. man. We we'll talk I'll, about LeBron okay. next Thursday for you. Right? Okay, I I, I do. Okay, I okay, I do. Don't like you know him busting his load or saving his load. Y'all want all that load in LA <laughs> for load management. We understand. He got four Who's gonna win the game? He only he he has freaking time to unload. Who's gonna win the game, man? Damn. Oh, okay. Right, you First of all, I want to say I want to say if anybody knows me knows that that my dad's a Giants fan and and he is being a Giants fan. I do respect Bill Belichick because if anybody looked at the Giants back in the eighties and early nineties, they didn't have big name guys except for Lawrence Taylor. The only thing they did is they had like just, just a hard, just, just I have to say just Fair hard work and execution. So, my prediction, I still think it's gonna be probably a close game because it's Belichick. But if they can run the ball and punch him in the mouth, I predict like a probably a eight to ten digit win. For the Rams. Patriots. Oh Rams, okay. Rams. All right, then LA gonna be partying. You going to the you going to the parade if they. Man, I'm jealous because my brother lives in Atlanta. So he already going to the Magic City, so I'm kind of pissed. So, yo, man. I'm talking about the parade yeah, in L.A., though. you be out there for the parade if they win. But, Rob, thanks, man. We will wrap to you on Thursday, and we'll make sure we bring up LeBron and his load bench so you can say what you got to say. Thanks, man. We holler at you. Have a good Super thanks. Bowl. <laughs> Rob, don't ever listen to directions, man. We got the homie Tobias calling in from AZ. <laughs> Tobias, what's going on, man? Oh, goddamn time. Fuck all hell, fellas. 
Hey, here's the thing about this game, right? The key to this game is Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue. So I got to tell Dominican Sue, hey, you can make more money if you have a good game today because you know that how to get Sue motivated. But the pressure to get Brady, you got to pressure Brady, move him off his spot. And it's not from the outside pass rush. It's inside. And people have been double-teaming Aaron Donald for years. They still ain't stopped him. But I think the running game for the Patriots would be key. And someone from the Rams, every time you see James White even pretend he's going for a pass, hit him. <laughs> you know? But I think Patriots are going – I thought it would be close. I think it would be 31-27 MAGA. And Trump's going to feed them old Girl Scout cookies and hot dogs with Sonic <laughs> when it par- at, uh, at the uh, White House thing. All right, man. No doubt. As you, We'll talk to you on Thursday when we recap this whole thing and anything else in the world of sports. You know we always appreciate it, man. Hey, peace out, bros. Have a good one. All right, you too. All right. Yeah. So some of the so anybody else, you know, we got about five more minutes to take calls. You can hit us at 323-410-0012 just to give your picks. Um, I know y'all not used to it being this this fast, but hey, we got stuff to do. Um <laughs> a few X's and O's. Uh B, we'll start with you again since you 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 know didn't get to rap with us on Thursday. Keys to the game quickly. How can each of these teams win this game? What do they have to do? Um, Patriots got to keep Aaron Donald and Ndamukong Sue from crushing the pocket um, and making Brady have to step up or or keeping him from stepping up. Um, They got to allow him to do so. The Rams on the opposite side defensively have to allow Aaron Donald to run wild, figure it out, get him into the backfield. He doesn't have to get sacks. Got to get some knockdowns, make Brady uncomfortable, and make him hold the ball longer than two and a half seconds. Offensively, right. uh, the Rams got to run the rock. They got to run the rock. They have to. Be. We watched in the NFC Championship, we watched Ty Gurley sit on the side with explanation. I'm 100% sure something was wrong with that dude that they just weren't letting out of the bag. It's not going to work today. You need Todd Gurley. I'm not saying C.J. Anderson is not doing his part. And can't help because you definitely need to give him the rock too. But Todd has to be a part of your running game. He has to be a part of your short passing game. He has to keep it, you know, keep the defense honest because we know Belichick and he likes to take away your best thing. And I really think even though Jared Goff has shown and proven himself to be a very good NFL quarterback, I think Belichick would rather put the ball in his hands and say beat us. So if Gurley and CJ aren't helping, then, you know, you're going to expect golf to get into a shootout with Brady. And against the Patriots defense, it's not that, that that's impossible, but most of the times you do that, Brady's usually the last man standing. Um, because for some reason, he always gets the ball back with a minute and a half left, and you can't do anything about that. The Eagles almost had the same situation in the Super Bowl last year. Um, Brandon Graham came up with the biggest play of the game when Tom Brady was probably most definitely about to go down the field ice the game um, on our Philadelphia Eagles. That, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, shout out to them. Um, the Patriots, we all know, you know, they're going to they're gonna dink and dunk you to death. And their game plan is always so unpredictable. 
You know what I'm saying? You don't know who's going to be the star of the offense. You don't know if they're going to run it more or pass it more. Um, but you have a lot of people to look out for, even though we swear that this offense doesn't have stars. James White will catch 40 passes out of the backfield in one damn game. Edelman will catch 40 balls two yards across the middle in one damn game. Gronk, as we saw last year in the Super Bowl, can be shut down for a whole half, and then the second half is just Gronk time. Um, so they got, you know, the Rams and that vaunted defense on paper have a lot to contend with. But I I think that the biggest part for them is to get their perennial all offensive player of the year uh, contender and even the contender Todd Gurley into everything. His have to be a part of everything in this joint. Can I, can I take a second though? Um, to give one of these awards out. Um, I haven't heard anything negative, so it may have gone on without a hitch, but just one more time for the fact that Ray Lewis had the unmitigated gall to throw a Super Bowl party in the city of Atlanta. Come on, Ray. Come on, Ray. You can't do that, brother. Um, yeah, so if we got any more picks out there, we got like, uh, like two minutes. Um, I'm about to say, I think I'll see Fred on the board. If we're going to get Fred on the line and get his pick, not like we all don't know what it is, but we're going to, we're going to get Fred's pick right here. Fred <laughs> Purdue from cover two. Fred, what's going on? Good brother. What's going on guys? What's up? What's we, we need your pick. This, this is a quick show. We'll be off the air in like three minutes. We need your pick and your score. And I saw okay, your post asking everybody why they hate Patriots. That's a good question. I want to see what kind of answers you yeah. get on that. I told yeah, you, I know, I told right, you three right. words, though. Success breeds contempt. Period. That's all hey, it is. But so I, give it I, 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 apparently, it does because... <laughs> of course, apparently, apparently, by the way, race is still that... Um, we're, this team is hated because you know um, it's a it's a white people hate uh, white people like successful teams. I don't get it. I, I said that. Well, yeah. it is a team yeah. based in New England too, though, because that's why people used to hate the Boston yeah. Celtics because the Lakers represented the black people, even though they had white players on their team. But the, the city of Boston <laughs> I, I people just it. couldn't get down with it. What's your what's your pick, man? Donald Trump is definitely rooting for the Patriots to make America great again. You already oh. know that. Of course, you yes. want your homies to come visit you. And hang out. Of course, of course, of course. But if you guys, but the only you thing know is, Fred, you know who Kraft is being with now. So if he go, Meek Mill might be coming. With him. So yeah, <laughs> and Cardi B might come too, because you know he was yeah, at her Meek, concert. Meek too. Maga now. <laughs> All right, I keep cutting you off. What's your pick and your and the score? All right, so so pick you already know New England Patriots. That's all you you know what it is. And score twenty four seventeen Patriots seventeen. Okay, quick reason why we got to go, but why it's gonna go that way? Reason why defensively, I think they're just gonna get in Jared Goff's head. I think they're gonna take away the run game. And they're going to take away that Brandon Cooks guy. Because thing is, if you really look at a lot of those star players, they play for the Patriots. Um, you know, when you know a guy like a Brandon Cooks, you know a guy like Tlaib, you know how those guys operate. 
All you got to do is not to stop it. Plus the run game. Patriots' run game is really good right so, now. Really so are good. they going to stop them, or do the Patriots have moles on the other sideline? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Because, you know, I wouldn't put it past. Maybe. So, <laughs> uh, but hey. you still contend with Robert Woods, though. I, I think he's their best all-around receiver. Um, well, but, we, yeah, we guys that played for we you before are probably a little easier too. to take them out of, of the game. All right, so we'll see, though. We'll see. And, and I'll talk to you. Uh, probably on Tuesday for cover two, and I'll, yeah. and I'll talk we'll, to you we'll, we'll on, on Thursday for the War Room so we can recap this whole thing. Um, yeah. But thanks if for I'm, your call. If I'm not it, available when you're doing a solo show, right. you know why, right? Right. Kanye, Kanye is definitely, support, Kanye is definitely <laughs> supporting the parade movement. <laughs> <laughs> what you say, B? Kanye? Kanye is definitely supporting Fred, man. Fred got support uh, out here. Right. And, yeah. We're hot at you. I just right. got that. That we got about sixty seconds left. So I holler at you, Fred. All right, guys. All right. Real quick, um, uh, prediction score: Rams twenty-four, Patriots twenty-one. I'm still going with the Rams. They were my preseason pick. I'm gonna go Rams twenty-nine, Patriots twenty-five. Jimmy, what's your what's your prediction score? Uh. Rams 34, Patriots 24, and MVP will be Tony Romo. <laughs> Tony Romo. Everybody's looking forward to that broadcast, man. Tony, the game's already over as far as he's concerned. But everybody, we'd like to thank you for joining us for our quick Super Bowl 53 special catches on our normal night and time. Uh, this Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time if you want to catch us live, or you can just catch us at warroomsports.com anytime you want to listen to archive episodes. Make sure you pick up Jimmy's book, uh, Sports the Book. You can do that at warroomsports.com and sportsthebook.com as well. Uh, happy, happy Super Bowl day to all of you big football fans out there. And like we always tell you guys, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. And we'll see you chumps on top. Fight the power.
War Room Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it. <laughs>